When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are back. This is the WFNY Brownscast. Uh, I'm your host, Joe Gilbert. Uh, I'm with uh, Taylor Jezrezak once again. Taylor, how are we doing? Um, if pollen didn't exist, I'd be a lot better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same with a lot of people, I think. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, we are here uh, to uh, kind of get you ready for the free agent free agency for the NFL, uh, which starts tomorrow. The legal tampering starts tomorrow, I believe, at four o'clock or noon. Yeah, when does the when the new league year starts? Yeah, I think it's 15th, I think I it's noon. Yeah, it's noon tomorrow is when they can start talking. You can't like go into you can't agree to anything, but you can start the contract, which. Basically, it means to start a free agency. And then uh, Wednesday at 4 o'clock is when the league year starts. Um, so there's going to be a lot of news over the next uh, week or so. Um, yep. So we're going to get you ready here. Uh, before we do that, um, I'm going to talk about Underdog Fantasy. Uh, that's our uh, that's our sponsor for today. Uh, for first-time depositors, enter in the code WFMY at checkout, and Underdog will match your deposit up to $100. Underdog is a great platform. You're tired of the DFS salary system. There are tons of game types, drafts every night for every sport of, um, during that week. Uh, don't forget to use WFMY at checkout to get your first-time deposit matched up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy. Okay. Okay. So the last time we talked was um, when they hired – um, Jeff Schwartz, Jeff Schwartz, Jim Jeff, Schwartz, Jim Schwartz. Oh my god, Jeff I think Schwartz. we did that last time too. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, Jeff Schwartz is from uh, a show I watch. Um, so, uh, since then, uh, there's been a few things that we can go over. Um, the first one was the let's let's stick with the coaching. So, uh, Mike Prefer uh, was let go and they brought in uh, pretty quickly is Bubba Ventrone, former Cleveland Brown special teamer. Uh, probably one of the better special teamers that we've had over the years. Yeah. Um, he's back uh, as the uh, assistant head coach and the uh, special teams coach. Uh, so what's your what's your thought on kind of letting Prefer go and bringing him in? Well, I think, you know, going back to the regular season, and we talked about it middle of the season, how we wanted Prefer to go then. I think by the end of the season, the special teams had not, really become an asset but they had not become a detriment either right so like the the discussion kind of subsided a little bit but i think at the end of the season most people kind of assumed that he was going to be one of the ones that went went by the wayside Mm -hmm. um i think the timing of it was kind of weird i would agree with that um i i think it based on what's kind of come out after the fact it has more to do with the the colts coaching search than it has to do with like had they hired Ventrone as their head coach we'd yeah. be going into next season with Prefer and have been fine but probably yeah. um, they saw an opportunity to improve because Bubba Ventrone was going to resign because you know when you go for an internal promotion and you don't get it it's not like it's not like you want to hang around very long so 
Um, he he decided he was going to leave the Colts, and the Browns heard about it and went and got him. Yeah, yeah, and uh, from everything that we've that I've heard is good good things with Dubba. Um, he uh, he actually helped. Is it Greg Joseph over there? Yeah, or, yeah, Greg Joseph. So um, he kind of got deserted here, um, and one of our many of, one of our many cut kickers, right? Went on to be good somewhere else. Yeah, he, he's turned into a, a very solid kicker. Um, it, it just seemed like his interview or his press conference seemed like a it seemed like a, a really good guy, and uh, it, I think it was just it was one of those things. It, they just needed another voice in there. Um, yeah. They needed. I, I feel like they needed more energy in there, and maybe a younger guy because it just seemed Prefer was just not. It just. I don't know. He just didn't seem like it was clicking with the guys. Um, special teams coach. I always think you need to. You need to have a motivator because a lot of the times the players don't want to. Like that's not what they came in the NFL to do. Like they didn't want to come yeah. in to be a, a gunner or something like that. Um, so you gotta you gotta motivate him, and uh, I think I think uh, he seems like a guy who can do that. Uh, he has the experience; he has so much experience in the NFL to actually being a special teams guy. So he knows what their guys are feeling. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, and I, I did like to hear that he he was thinking about bringing in like um, Phil Dawson or um, Josh Cribbs to kind of help in that respect. So it's kind of nice hearing that he doesn't he's not gonna take it like he knows everything um yeah because what, what would he know on kicking obviously you can learn stuff but it's always good to have someone else that kind of has done the job especially um, phil dawson is an expert of yeah kicking the, the one specific stadium <laughs> right 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 so, yeah so i i thought that was i thought it was a very good hire um i really like what they're just looking overall on the uh coaching staff i really like what they've done um yeah, uh, the, the other the other move was um, um, what's his first name Musgraves. Um, I can't think of his name right now. It was Bill, wasn't it? Yeah, Bill Musgraves. Yes, um, he was hired as a uh, advisor on offense. Uh, Scott uh, Scott Van Pelt. <laughs> Alex Van Pelt. <laughs> Alex Van Pelt uh, was uh, moved back to quarterback coach. Scott Van Pelt is our QB coach. We might. Have I know that, that would have been funny. <laughs> Nothing against uh, he, Scott Van Pelt, but <laughs> right. So he moved back to quarterback coach after um, Petson, I believe his last name was, um, left to be in uh, an, uh, somewhere else. So um, I, I kind of like the uh, Musgraves hire. He um, he's more of a kind of a spread it out shotgun guy. So that yeah. kind of it's a nice kind of voice, uh, a different kind of voice scheme wise. In it's the, something. In it's the, something they the needed. Room. Right. Something they yeah. yeah, we talked about it. We kind of talked about it after the season or during the season, actually, where they needed to kind of get maybe another another voice in there to kind of open up the offense, yeah. uh, making it a little more diverse. So um, I, I like that higher end. Um, overall, I, I kind of just – I like where the coaching staff is right now. What's your thoughts on just the overall coaching staff? I think they've done a really good job remaking it, um, mm-hmm. maybe correcting some of the – mistakes they did the first time around in trying to hire low, like low floor, high ceiling guys. Mm-hmm. They've 
and this is a phrase we've used a lot, <laughs> they've they've kind of come around and gone the opposite direction. Like Jim Schwartz is not going to be the next great defensive head coach in the league. He's had that shot, I think, twice, and mm-hmm. it didn't work out. But he's going to be a very good defensive coordinator. Right. So your your coaching ability has gone up considerably without sacrificing a lot of the philosophies that you already have. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Ventrone is probably going to be a head coach at some point. Mm-hmm. I think I think the league seems like league circles think he's a couple of years away. Um, they gave him the associate head coach role for that reason um, and yeah. so that they could actually hire him without the Colts blocking it. Um, I don't think that was a, a move by the team to say, this is, this is our interim coach. Should we need it? I, I think, <laughs> I think that was, that was strictly so that the Colts could not block the, the interview. Um, but they they've really done a good job remaking the coaching staff mm-hmm. in into a unit that you know has respect around the league and yeah. should be good at their jobs. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, they 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 pretty much they fix. Well, they replace the the problems on the on the on the coaching staff. Um, we talked about at the end of the year uh, defense coordinator special teams was. Was not good, um, yeah. and they and they they had the sense of mind to take the, to replace it. So I I, I appreciate that. Um, a lot of coaches, especially in their kind of what would you say this this year is the do or die year. I would say for Kevin Stefanski, would yeah. you say that? Yeah. So um, and if they come out with six and six and eleven or seven and ten this year, I I I'm not sure that there's going to be very many people defending him. Right. Yeah. So doing that just kind of in your final or, or not in your final year, but in your do or die season, I, I respect that. So um, overall, I just like where the the coaching staff is right now. It's um, yeah, it's, and it, it everything should, it shouldn't go up. unnoticed that Stefanski <clears throat> let go of guys that he brought in. Right, Woods. Yep. Yeah, like it, yep. some could say it's desperation, but like it's hard <clears throat> to fire your friends. Yeah. Prefer so, Prefer's been with him a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. So like, <clears throat> these were discussions that he had to come to with uh, De Podesta and Barry and say like, yeah, this is probably the best route for our team right now, and mm-hmm. it's gonna hurt me personally, but it's also gonna hurt me more personally if I get fired next year. Right. Right. So, so, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's the coaching staff uh, changes. Um, they haven't. Uh, we were, so we were going to do a podcast on Friday, and then uh, something happened. So we moved to Sunday, and we were hoping, okay, two days we're going to get a restructuring here. Um, yeah, still waiting on that. But yes. um, other than that, there there has been a couple moves. Uh, the notable one has been uh, John Johnson. Um, I don't think he's been released yet. I think he's. I think he's what? What is it? June first. I think they could schedule it for June first or whatever. Yeah, um, I think that would be. Um, I mean that that's get, when the biggest. Um, yeah, the biggest. That's when the biggest cap cap save is going to be. I, like right. that would be. It would almost be negligent if they didn't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, I so, imagine they will do that. 
Um, I I agreed with it. I thought after the season, I, I just didn't. I don't think it was working out for him. Um, obviously, this new offense or new offense, new defense may have been better for him, but still, I just it's just one of those things that it just wasn't meshing here. Um, kind of let go of the uh, of the guy, especially in this free agency. There are a lot of really good safeties out there. So I think this it can be he can be easily replaced and upgraded. Yeah. Um, so I I was definitely not surprised with that. What's your thoughts on uh, John Johnson? Let go. Um. Obviously, Jim Schwartz watched the film and decided yep. that. Yeah. <laughs> that that either a he wasn't going to be able to be fixed or b he wasn't going to fit. Um. And obviously, with like he's probably one of the names that. Barry went to and said, Hey, can you fix this guy? Is he going to be worth the money? If yeah. not, we're going to let him go because mm-hmm. we can't, like, this is a major cap save for us. So, right. He, uh, the all, I mean, obviously, the film is out there on Twitter. Uh, all of his bad plays from last year, people were very <laughs> quick to find those. Yeah. Um, all of the, the seemingly low effort plays that existed. Mm. Um, so he just seemed like a guy that, he, he he may have not have been like the problem, but he just didn't he didn't help. Like he no, wasn't he, one he of those guys that kind of right. He did he was one of the guys that just didn't he didn't really make plays. Like how many no. interceptions did he have? Like maybe one. I don't know. Not um, even know. Yeah, it's just uh, it just didn't work out. I, obviously, I think it was a scheme fit. Um, they made him put in go in another role, and that obviously did not work. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I could definitely see him somewhere back in in that system, maybe in the Chargers or something like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it just didn't work out, and that's happens. Free agency that happens in free agency. We uh, we always talk about these big. I was so high on that on that signing, but a lot of the times, if if it doesn't fit like your scheme, it's not going to work out. So, and this is one of those times. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, other than that, there hasn't been really a lot of moves uh, roster-wise. No, there's um, been there's been a lot less noise out of the Browns than me expected. Right. Which uh, they are known for cl- very closed closed doors on their news. Yeah, which <laughs> is good. Uh, I right. mean, it's like, good in the Deshaun Watson. I always go back to that. Like, no one had any idea that they were even in it. Let alone no, that that all happened all at once. There was no rumors. Right. There was yeah. just. Just yep. a trade, yeah. So, um, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll be later in the week probably uh, once once things happen, <laughs> we can uh, actually talk about it. But um, yeah. the last kind of news of the off season was um, obviously Joe Thomas made the Hall of Fame. Um, so congrats to him, much deserved. Uh, because of that, uh, the Browns are playing in the Hall of Fame game first time since '99, I believe. Yeah, I they, yeah. I think they were. They usually try to put one. put the yeah. the like someone who goes to the Hall of Fame in right. the game. Yeah, um, so, it is super um, weird that we're playing the Jets because uh, we also play the Jets in the regular season. Right. Yeah, um, it would be hilarious if for some reason we played the Jets Week One. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Um, uh, I doubt that's going to happen, but um, it does pretty much tell you that no one is going to be playing in that game. No, absolutely no one. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, they, zero people 
Hell, if I'm if I'm a coach of either team, I might take someone else's playbook and run those plays. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like, so uh, it's gonna be fun to watch them, but uh, you're not gonna learn anything about anything in that game. No, no. Uh, <laughs> like the the backups of the backups backups are gonna be playing. Right. Yeah. I the only thing I like I like is like they get to start training camp early, which is yeah. Kinda, Kind of fun for us, but um, other than that, yeah, there's not much you can take from uh, a Hall of Fame game. Um, they used the to stadium, play in that the stadium, game. not full. anymore. Yeah, the that's true. Oh, it's going to be a hectic down there. Yeah, <laughs> Canton, Canton is probably so happy on that decision. Yeah, um, so yeah, um, okay. Uh, the so that's the Browns offseason kind of recap. Um, before we kind of move on to free agency, the rumors and all that. Um, let's talk about, uh, someone in our division that's going to greatly impact what, what happens next season. Uh, Lamar Jackson's future. Um, he was, uh, he never was able to get a, uh, contract extension, at least so far with Baltimore. So they, um, non-reclusive, I believe is the terminology. Non-exclusive. Non-exclusive. Yes. Um, um, franchise tag. So that means uh, teams can um, negotiate a contract with them. Uh, Baltimore has the right to uh, match any of them. <clears throat> but uh, if they don't, they would get two first-rounders. Um, it's an interest, interesting story uh, because we, after we saw that, um, there's, what, five five or six teams that got rumored out that yeah. they weren't going to be in the running. So yeah, kind of leads to a little – and the the only the only team well there's two teams that immediately said we're out that have since committed to that decision right uh, the Dolphins picking up the fifth year on Tua and the Panthers trading for the first pick um, everyone else it's still can be filed under posturing right um, yeah. Vegas um, never said they're out um, right the Commanders said they're out but like. Do they matter? The team I least believe is the Falcons. <laughs> the, exactly. Yeah. That like seems like just the most perfect fit. Yeah. Like, like just, it just seems like the most perfect fit. Um, yeah. I was surprised by that sort of, I, it's hard to believe what, it's hard to believe anything right now um, because it's in kind of, Smoke screen season, yeah. Um, but it's gonna be it, that's gonna be the story of the of free agency. It's gonna be what what the heck happens to him? Because that man, <laughs> that that's a that's a earth shattering thing in the AFC North if he's gone. Like that's just it's gonna rock the whole conf or whole division. Um, it catapults the Browns up to number two easily. Um. And and we're not even getting into the Bengals problems because that's I don't know if I don't, I don't know enough about I don't right. know enough about labor laws to go into that one, right? But let's just say that if the NFLPA is 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 sending out a mass email about your franchise, that's never a good idea. Never no, a good no, thing. it's uh, it's <laughs> never something that you want to have two days before free agency starts. Exactly. 
So, um, oh, oh, you guys want to sign to improve and maybe get back to the Super Bowl? Here's this email that will make players not want to go to your state, right? Which also unfortunately affects the Browns. Yeah. So I can't imagine the Browns are super thrilled with this either. Right. Um. Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to watch this division. This uh, it it could it could be a really kind of seismic shift in um, in what happens. Uh, and what happens this uh, this next season? Um, because it, it could be a whole new landscape by the time we start. Um, by the time we start next season, we could have a new quarterback in Baltimore. We could have a really, really kind of skimmed down Bengals team um, because there's a, a lot of reports that Jesse Bates is likely not returning. Um, he's probably their best defender or close to it at least. Um, so if he leaves, that's a huge loss. Um, there, There's rumors that they might have to trade. Um, what's the receiver's name? Tyler Boyd. Tyler, uh, no, not Tyler Boyd, the other one. T. Higgins? T. Higgins, yeah, because his contract is coming up soon. Um, so, it, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting offseason to watch each team in the division. And the Steelers are kind um, of the Steelers just, are just the best. Right. Yes, they're going to still roll with the quarterback, I guess. Um, We're going to yeah. do the same things over and over again and wonder why right. we finish 7-10 seven, seven every year. <laughs> yeah, so this uh, it, it could – if things fall in the right place, the Browns could be in a great position entering this, uh, this coming season. Yeah, I mean, it would take a lot for the Bengals to fall apart. Um, yeah, definitely. When you have Joe Burrow, you're kind of yeah. Like I still expect them. Like I'm not saying that they're they're going from twelve and four to right basement. Like right, but, they wouldn't have the Baltimore drop. But like if 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 Lamar leaves, then that's that's going to be a cosmic. No, if Lamar if Lamar leaves, they are a top five pick, like pretty much locked. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to watch. Um, Okay, let's get back to kind of free agency rumors going on. Um, so, as we talked about, <laughs> uh, we've been expecting the Watson contract uh, restructuring um, because I believe it's thirty-five million, something around that, um, that they can uh, open up in uh, salary cap by restructuring uh, mm-hmm. his contract. Um, I believe that they just moved the money to a uh, signing bonus. Um, so uh, I, that's Mary Kay has pretty much said it's happening. Um, I think it would be a shocker <laughs> if it well, didn't happen. It would be negligent. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so that, that can happen anytime before four o'clock on Wednesday. So we, we could just, you could just pretty much, Put in your mind that they're going to have an extra thirty-five million in salary cap um, to kind of work with um, yeah. entering the uh, off season. Um, so there's not much to talk about on that one because uh, it pretty much is going to happen. It's just yeah. a matter of when. Um, the other one, uh, it, it's been kind of. I never really trusted the source on this. It was Matthew Barry, the fantasy expert kind of heard rumors about uh, Nick Chubb trade uh, during the combine. 
Um, it's since been kind of tampered down. I think Mary Kay said uh, it doesn't look like that's happening. But yeah, um, I can't imagine that that would happen. Yeah, right. It, it just didn't, it didn't make any sense because if you do trade them, then you're to basically Jerome Ford and Dearness Johnson. I believe is a free agent, right? Yes. Yeah, I think he, he's at least some sort of free agent. He may be like a restricted or something like that, but he is a free agent. Um, I don't think the Browns are doing that. Um, his contract is higher than most running backs. Um, I think they'll they'll eventually maybe get um, have to make a decision on him, but I don't think this offseason. they're not they're not in that kind of situation where they need money. Um, so no, I, I, I know. Right. Yeah. So I, I don't think they'll do anything with that. And he still is a top five running back, top three probably. Um, so you, you don't want to kind of uh, get rid of that. Yeah. Um, I mean, his contract like finally kicked in this season. That kicks in yeah. this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to make $10 million this year. Um, right. And the grand scheme of things, that's not that much, especially for no. your, what, second best offensive player? Third yeah. best? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't think uh, that was one of those things. I, I I first saw was like I have to click on like who says this, and then I was like, yeah. oh, it's the fantasy guy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with highly skeptical on that rumor, um, but uh, gotta talk about it here. But um, other than that, there's been <clears throat> a couple rumors on names and stuff, which we'll get into. Uh, later on our kind of wish list, but um, overall, it just seems like they're going to be a highly aggressive um, from everything we've been hearing uh, from Mary Kay, from all the beat reporters. Um, it's going to be, they're going to be very active and aggressive and, and some of the big names. So it should be a fun off, uh, fun free agency. Uh, for yeah. The Browns. yeah. And what's nice and uh, obviously they're smart enough to realize this too, but like most of the rumors you see are defensive players. Um, like, yeah, they're tied to some wide receivers out there. Some people are holding on to hope for Dondre uh, Hopkins, but I don't think that's going to happen. No. Um, I also don't know how much that would help them <laughs> at this point. Right. He's yeah. kind of like, obviously he's very good, but he doesn't, He's sort of like he's just a, he's like a better version of Donovan Peoples Jones, <laughs> like like he's the he's kind of the uh, yeah you still you don't point. solve your you don't solve your problem of downfield, not having yeah. a downfield threat. Um, early in his career, Hopkins could have been that, but yeah, he's he's not that guy anymore. Um, Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So... It's it's nice to see like all of the names they're attached to on defense. Um, yeah. I don't know if some of that is wishful thinking or if some of it is, um, or or if there's actual 
reasoning behind it. Right. It it does kind of get it, it makes me feel good that they're actually especially a defensive tackle that they're kind of going into it knowing that this is a problem. Yeah. Like the past couple seasons they haven't really addressed it barely. Yeah. <laughs> so it looks like they know that they got to get got get somebody and especially with uh Jim Schwartz, he he needs he needs interior guys. So I think they'll they know they know what the problems are on this team, and, and I think they'll be aggressive on that. So should be a fun uh, couple days here, a um, couple weeks here. Um, uh, so before we get in the names or in our kind of wish list, um, we talked about kind of our, our biggest needs in the last pod, but a few things have changed uh, over since then. So we're gonna just kind of rehash what our top five biggest needs are. Uh, for number one, uh, for our uh, for this offseason for the Browns, um, I would believe we are in agreement for number one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, interior defense alignment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's that isn't going to change until they sign one or two guys. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> it is by far the worst position. Uh, they currently have no starters, really. Nope. Like <laughs> none that you could like really kind of. I guess you can think about having one start, but yeah, it wouldn't be good. Let's just say that. It's not what you want. No. Um, so yeah, interior defense alignment is by far the number one position of need. Um, and I think the team knows that um, with all the names that have come out. I think they, I think they know that quite, quite well that this is a problem. Um, number two, I have safety. What do you have? Um. Yeah, safety, safety, and um, probably an edge rusher. Are probably yeah, those are those are two and three for me. Yeah, yeah, those are tied. Like those are so equally important that they're tied. Um, and after that, you probably just like for me. After that, it's a linebacker. Probably just one because um, I think at this point you might be able to bring Anthony Walker back for fairly cheap. Right, um, he's up there in age and he just, he came off a pretty major quad injury. So um, he probably won't be that expensive. Um, so yeah. if for anything, yeah, if for, for nothing else, you just bring him back for some continuity because the locker room seems to like him. <clears throat> right. So for safety, I have a, a slightly ahead of edge <clears throat> because safety, there's no, there's no like option for a starter besides Delpit. Um, on the edge, I could see maybe if they're really happy with um, oh man, my mind burnt blank. The rookie last year. Oh my god. Let me let me look it up. Sorry, Wh- which me. position? Uh, edge. Alex Wright. Yes, thank you, thank you. Man, my mine is. It's the morning, man. <laughs> morning <laughs> pods are gonna get me. Uh, yeah, so I I think I haven't had to think about the Browns much in the last couple months. Right. <laughs> Um, Alex Wright is a, at least an option um, for starting opposite of Miles, but in the safety position, they have pretty much nobody. Um, so I think that's why I have them slightly ahead. But I definitely think they they definitely both those positions need a starter quality guy. Um, so uh, I, I think we're in agreement there. So safety and edge are two and three. Um, four. I have receiver. What do you have? Um, I think I I think I just said linebacker. Linebacker. I have yeah. them five. So 
Yeah. Where, what do you have at five? A receiver, because I think okay. there's a lot more of those floating around. Right. Um, like, obviously, you're like, if you can get your hands on someone like DJ Chark, mm-hmm. that would be the goal. Because right. I think he's someone that can change the offense. Yeah. Um, I, I'm re- I'm really wondering if they if how they handle that. Um, do they go? What are what's your opinion? Do do you think they go through the draft, or the trade, or free agency and to kind of sign this speed speed receiver? Um, I'm thinking I'm thinking trade. Well, the free agent market is so over is so populated with those kind of players, though. Like you have Chark, you have Hardman. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the it, thing with Hardman scares me, though, because he played with the best quarterback in the league, and he really didn't produce that well. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so he kind of scares me a little bit. Like, like just based on skill set, God, is he the perfect fit? Yeah. But the like, thing is, the thing is, like, does does he really in in that offense? Does he need to produce super high numbers? True. Or does yeah, he need he, to be threat, the threat ability? Yeah. Or does does his him existing improve? Good point. That's a good point. Obviously, yeah. you don't want him to go out there and just run decoy routes the entire season. But <laughs> no, <laughs> you'd be wasting your money. Eventually, yeah. defenses would be figured would figure it out. Right. But like, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, he would. He, I, and I don't think he would go for kind of huge money either, especially coming off an injury. I think. Um, he was pretty much out for most of the half of the season, I think it was. Um, so he shouldn't be a big price. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch. Like, there's Brandon Cooks could be an option. He might be a little bit high uh, trade value. I, I don't know what he would go for. It seems um, like the receivers in Denver are both equally unhappy. Yeah, yeah. Portland, uh, Portland, Portland Sutton. Sutton has been tweeting, and, right? And Jerry Judy has been connected. I would be too if Russell Wilson was my quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's definitely a name to watch. Um, uh, let's see, Cooks, Hopkins. We talked about. He's not really kind of a guy that they need. No, um, I mean he'd, he'd, he'd obviously, obviously be a big squad, right? Like, do you need that? Like, right? You, you made that big splash a few years ago, and yeah, just based on some, everything. For some reason, they're back at that same splash's tryout, right? <laughs> just based on everything that they kind of said, like at the end of the season and in this off season, they really seem like they want to get more explosive offense, and I think I think they know that they need some more speed on the, on the receiver. So I would be kind of surprised if if the kind of comes to Hopkins, but, um, and you never know. There's always those kind of surprise trades. Like who said Tyreek Hill is going to get traded last year. <laughs> um, so it, it can, uh, a name can pop up anywhere. I think, um, I think like if, if for some reason Arizona is willing to part with DeAndre Hopkins for a package that is only slightly more expensive than what they gave up for Amari Cooper last year. You gotta like take it, right? You gotta <laughs> do it. Yeah, but I don't think the I don't think anyone's gonna be looking. It's like right now the the Browns. I, I like obviously there's not as much of a proven track record as the comparison I'm about to make. But if if a Browns if the Browns front office contacts you about wanting to trade for a wide receiver, <laughs> run. 
are, are you gonna listen? It's kind of it's kind of like it's like a, a very minute version of the uh, the whole Guardians thing. If they if they come for a trade and they want yeah. this pitcher, are you gonna look at this pitcher again and say, "What are we not seeing?" <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, what are we missing here? <laughs> if they want this guy, that's what have we one. missed? That's a good. That's a good one. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see that. Um, they do. The Browns do have some extra picks later in the draft um so they could could use those um so yeah it's uh i i i'm gonna i'm gonna lean towards free or um for um trade for this position mm-hmm. um but i, I could definitely see there is as you said there is the kind of good options and free agency and one of those things that uh mary Kay is um reported is a lot of the receivers actually want to come here to play with Deshaun Watson, which is not something we've been used to. <laughs> yeah. um, like Baker Mayfield, not to bash Baker Mayfield, but he, he never kind of had that draw for uh, people to come in and kind of play with him. So that's going to be, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be intriguing to see if uh, that changes the equation and we get maybe a higher guy that, comes here on a, on a decent contract because he just wants to play with Deshaun. Um, so, yeah. Um, and one of the other things with uh, Hopkins is he – I think they did say that – I forget who reported it, but that he would be willing to restructure his contract uh, based on where he goes. Yeah. Um, so that could be even more enticing for the Browns if, if it's not a big – if it's like a Mari Cooper-type trade. Like, that's hard to – you're not finding a DeAndre Hopkins in the fifth round. No, like, and, like, and something I could imagine is that it's like he would want to play with with Watson again. Right. Him getting yep. traded was the reason, whole reason Watson didn't want to be in Houston anymore. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and I'm like I just always go back to when the Patriots were really good. They spent so wisely on those last picks. They they traded what for Randy Moss, like a sixth rounder, a fifth rounder. Like they they use these late rounders very aggressively in, in trades and just to improve their team. Um, and I think with with the lack of draft capital at the top of the top of the draft, I think I think it would be kind of behoove the Browns to kind of be aggressive and use these later Brown picks to kind of get these veterans that um, will come in cheaper and they're going to be known quantities uh, coming in. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you get to this point in the, we need to compete cycle. Yeah. You're, you're looking for known quantities more than you're looking for picks. Right. Obviously you still want to have some draft picks. Look what the, the Rams are about to slide into some deep, deep depression hole. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. They, (laughs) they basically put everybody up for uh, trades. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they're they're paying everyone. They have no draft picks. Um, yeah. The fact, but that, they want they want the, the fact championship. That, yeah, they want a Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> but good lord, the next five years might be awful. The tens of fans are going to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, okay. So we talked about the uh, what they need. Um, let's get into our wish list. Um, this is our top five wish list from free agency. Um, so this is just free agency. Um, 
So I'll go first. Uh, my number one is Javon Hargrave. Um, I think he's he would be great. He first of all, he worked with Jim Schwartz. He he succeeded very highly in in Jim Schwartz's defense. Um, I think it's just a perfect fit. He would come in and know the know the defense of scheme, and can help kind of teach the other guys on the defensive line. Um, and obviously, he's one of the best in the league. He's probably, I would say, close to top five, top ten uh, in at, in the interior defensive line. Um, so I would I would go with him uh, as my number one. Who's your number one on your free agent list? Um, I'm gonna. It's a fairly recent name to the to the to the pile. Um, okay, seems like Draymond Jones. Is okay, someone yeah. on the brown like the He's all on the list. All the reports are are uh, pointing towards the Browns really wanting him, and if that's getting out, then one, it's not coming from Berea; it's coming from his agent. But yeah, it. Um, I think that's that's a good that's a good signing. Like yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, one of those. It's a, it's yeah, a neat, also yeah, helps it, that he went to Saint Ignatius. Right, that's what I was gonna say. Like <laughs> he he has connections here, so he's one of those guys that might want to come back. Like there's yeah, it, it's home. Right, it's home. Yeah, he was number three on my list, so I'll tell you about that one. So yeah, um, he's he's really young. Uh, this would be his first free agency after getting drafted. So I think he's what twenty six, twenty seven, yes. something he's, around that. He's twenty six. Twenty six. He's gonna be twenty six uh, the whole season. Yeah, he's got one of the better pressure rates in the league um, from the interior defensive line, and just based on what we've seen, that would be a godsend. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think, uh, in this kind of pass passing league, um, getting a guy that can rush the passer from the interior is going to be great. So yeah, I definitely, uh, Draymond is definitely number, number, uh, on my list. He's number three. Yeah. Um, so my number two is Jesse Bates, um, twofold for him. Um, obviously he fills a perfect, uh, perfect spot for us filling in for, uh, John Johnson's spot. Um, I think him and Delpit would be a really good duo. Um, yeah. They're both kind of very versatile guys. Um, I love versatility in the back. They kind of that can help you kind of disguise better on, on what the defense, what what play you're kind of in. Um, and then obviously, hurting the Bengals is always a good draw. <laughs> like yeah. taking it from your division rival is going to be a. Uh, it's going to be a, 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 a added plus on that. So uh, Jesse Bates is my number two. Yeah, he's he's my number two as well. Um, okay. All the same reasons. I think that the only thing that's going to prevent him from the, the Browns from taking a serious, serious interest is his contract demands, which are apparently very high, which is the reason the Bengals can't afford him anymore. Right. Um, so... If they can get him for a reasonable price, I, I have no, like I have no doubt that they're going to do everything they can to do it. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of is he going to want fifteen million dollars a year to be a, a safety, right. and do the Browns think a that he's worth it, and b that that's a good allocation of the limited funds that they already have? Like right. if you're spending fifteen million dollars on someone, that's what about forty percent of your entire allotted cap for this free agency period? 
Right. Yeah. And you still got to go get an edge rusher, which is going to take a bunch of money. That like that's at least a ten million dollar spend, and mm-hmm. a good defensive tackle is at least a ten million dollar. Like, and that's like your whole yeah. cap. Right. So it's yeah. it's a matter of you gotta you gotta make the dollars work, and right. that's what Deep Podesta does best. They made a movie about it. Um. <laughs> right. It's basically it's basically how you prioritize your your positions of need. Uh, yeah. Are you going? To, is is safety the top need or one of the top needs? And do you do you um, prioritize it more than like to spend more on it than like say edge rusher into your defensive line? So, yeah, it's definitely that's definitely one to look at um, uh, going forward. But uh, three is Draymond for me. So, what's your three? Um. I would say that it's probably um, DJ Chark. Okay. Just not because I think the receiver, like obviously I rank receiver as my last because I think there's so many, but if you have an opportunity to get a young receiver that is produced with um, Blake, who, who the hell, or with Gardner Minshew and Jared Gardner Goff. Minshew, yeah, sure, right. Like, <laughs> he is produced with those guys as his quarterback. Like, yeah. that's, that's a, that would be a big get. Yeah. That would change the, that would change your offense for the mm-hmm. better because you'd all of, you'd, your defenses wouldn't be able to send to bracket Cooper on his routes anymore and, You'd be stuck yeah. putting a, a safety who's probably undersized on on uh, people's Jones, right? Yeah, he's so, one of those kind of perfect fits in free agency. Yeah, that would be yeah, yeah. Like I don't know what his his contract demands are going to be. I don't think I've yeah. seen very much about that because he's also coming off an injury too. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think he. I think he, got, he, I think he spent a lot of last season like off and on the like. I don't think yeah. it was a major injury. Yeah. Yeah, so, but he did produce solidly in in Detroit um, for a quarterback that can't really throw down for you field that well. Yeah, so. like <laughs> when you're producing with Gardner Minshew and Jared Goff, right? Two quarterbacks that do not throw downfield. <laughs> yeah, you're you're obviously not bad. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Okay, so that's your three. Mine was Draymond Jones. Uh, number four, I'm going to go with uh, safety Chauncey Gardner-Jones. Um, he was one of my favorites in the draft, um, and he still is – he has produced in the NFL. I uh, played for uh, Philadelphia last year. Um, he's he's going to be available. Yeah, he's fairly young. I think he's 26, 27. I think he's similar to Draymond Jones, I think. Uh, this is his first contract year, um, and he, yeah, he just fits a need. Um, he's another versatile kind of safety um, that would fit well with uh, Del Pitt. Um, probably less less uh, expensive as Jesse Bates. Um, so if you want to go that route, uh, I can see them going there. Um, he produced for a championship level defense last year. Um, so I, am going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, C CZJ, um, at number four. What's yours? Yeah, that, that's a guy that the Browns have also been connected to, uh, pretty heavily right. in the last couple mm-hmm. of days. Um, the yep. guy that they've been connected to, I don't, it doesn't feel like it's super heavy though. And he might also be out of their price range, but again, 
like Chark, if they were to get this guy, um, it would make a huge impact on their defense. Um, Yannick Ngakwe. Um, the, obviously, like we, we both ranked Edge as a very high need. Um, I think the Browns tried to get him a couple of years ago and he wanted out of, what was it, Jacksonville? I think it was Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he played well last year in Indy and like like you're just filling needs and if you're creating a wish list you put the guys that you most want at the, at the top and i think of the defensive ends that are not going to cost you 25 million dollars i think he's probably at the top of that list okay yeah that's a good one too um the last one I'm going to put an edge on. There's quite a few that I could go with. Um, a lot of uh, in, in free agents. There's a lot of young ones too, like Marcus Davenport, um, Charles Menhu is probably the guy I'm going to lead towards. Um, <clears throat> he he hasn't really been a guy that's gotten the gotten the uh, starting snaps, but he's produced uh, pretty well over his career. He's only, let's see, he's only 25 and a, 25 years old. Um, so getting another young guy is uh, would be a smart move, kind of going away from the uh, <laughs> mercenary kind of types uh, in Geneva and Kalani to get in kind of a, a guy that you can stick with for a couple of years alongside Miles would be good. Um, yeah. So I'm going to go with uh, Charles Amenu. Uh He played for Houston last year. Um. Or no, San Francisco. Sorry, San Francisco. There, there's a, there's another guy. I, I'm not. I, I have never really thought about five deep, but I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up this guy. Not necessarily because I think he's five, but I think he might be a good alternative option to Jesse Bates. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan Poyer. Oh yeah, he's a free agent. Yes, he's coming off an injury. Yes, he's also like thirty-two, <laughs> but right, he's um, been the, one of the best safeties in the league in the past what four years. So. Yeah, I yeah. like. I'd be kind of surprised if the Bills let him go because I don't think he's going to be super expensive mm-hmm. to, to retain with all safeties. Because, yeah. well, I mean, with guys like Jesse Bates out there, like he's not. You're not going to look at a thirty-two-year-old safety coming off an injury and say, "Let's mm-hmm. give him a bag." Right. So, um, he, I think he could come affordably. I think he could make a difference. Um, I think he could really, like, not only on the field, I think he can make a difference in helping Grant Delpit get to a higher, uh, the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, cause Delpit still obviously has his shortcomings at times. Um, but, you know, I think if you fail on the Jesse Bates pursuit because someone gives him twenty million dollars, then Jordan Poyer is not a bad backup. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, it's kind of it's kind of nice actually. The free agency is kind of really f- lined up well for the Browns. Like yeah, everywhere but D tackle. Like D tackle has right. kind of like there's there's been a few moves in the last few days that uh, right, teams have locked true. up guys that. But there, even even so, like there's still there's still like there's still Javon Hargrave, Draymond Jones, Delvin Tomlinson. Like there's 
Zach Allen is a good young yeah, guy. Yeah, there's names right there. Yeah, there's like like last year there's I think there's none. There's like hardly anybody. So yeah. it's kind of lined up pretty well. Safety is loaded. Edge has a quality kind of young guys. Not 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 any not like any like top tier like like any top tier guys, but like really kind of good young guys that could be your starters. Uh, interiors pretty solid too. Um, receiver, as you said, it's not it's not the like overall talent wise. It's not great, but what the Browns need, it kind of fits well. So it's um, it's kind of lining up pretty well for what the Browns need. Um, so uh, it's gonna be fun to watch uh, this uh, next couple of weeks here. Um, yeah. Okay, to kind of finish this podcast up. Uh, I'm just gonna do. We're just gonna do one prediction for free agency. It could be anything. Um, I'll give you mine, so you can take a second and kind of figure out what you're gonna do. Uh, I think the Browns get Hargrave, Bates, or Draymond Jones. I think they end up with one of those three. I think. Uh, I think they. If I had a lean, I would think Jones probably first, Bates yeah. second, and then Hargrave third. Um, but I think they, I think they end up with one of those three. Um, what do you, what's your prediction? I, my first pseudo prediction is that the Browns are going to, the Browns are going to all of a sudden have 30, 39, $40 million in cap <laughs> wow. space. You're going to look brilliant. <laughs> no, like they're going to have like $40 million in cap space and everyone is going to get on Twitter and be so outraged. <laughs> I know. Like all of the people that have like, and Act, like acting using like the, the term axe grinder when it stain. comes to comes to um, you know hating on Deshaun Watson feels harsh because right. he certainly deserves it. But there yeah. are definitely those media the media uh, heads out there that have Narrow been banded. have yeah. been going out of their way to f- yeah. to crap Portray on the Browns the whenever they can. Right. So yeah. yes, those those people will be very upset, and <laughs> I will take enjoyment in the the red eyes Andrew Berry memes that are going to come out in the next few days. <laughs> uh, but I think that ultimately Jesse Bates is probably going to sign for an a, like an average annual value of like sixteen seventeen million dollars somewhere, mm-hmm. and we're not going to be able to afford that. So I, I think. The biggest signing is probably going to be uh, at the defensive tackle position, and I think it's given the connections and the fact that Denver is worried about it. I think it's going to probably be uh, Draymond Jones, and then if I had a trade prediction, I think I think they might try to re the 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 Broncos are desperate for picks, and Cortland Sutton is unhappy. Ooh. Oh man. He would be he would be fun in this offense. So I, I think I think that is if I had one out there projection, I think them trading a third this year and a third next year for or a third this year and like a fifth next year for Cortland yeah. Sutton. I think the, the Broncos would take that. Yeah. Because they need picks like more than we do at this right. point. Like <laughs> Like he's he's like a a better version of what uh, Chark is. Like yeah. he's played with just absolutely horrid quarterback play, but he's produced really 
really well uh, yeah. for the most part. He's obviously he. I think it was last year where not not this past year, but the last year where he tore his ACL or something that he was he was missed for most of the year. But his rookie season, he was great. Uh, I believe that was what quarterback was that? Um, Paxton Lynch. Uh, no, it was it was the other guy. He, I forget his name. I don't know. Um, I don't think anyone remembers those quarterbacks because they don't choose not to. Yeah, I think it was Drew Locke. It was oh, Drew yeah. Locke. Yeah, yeah. Um, good. Yeah. So, and then last year where Russell Wilson forgot how to play football. <laughs> so. But he's produced everywhere, and and he's really young still. What is he? Twenty? He's got to be twenty six, twenty seven, I would say. Um, so yeah, he would be. He would be a <laughs> that 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 would be a formidable, really formidable receiving core that he's the Browns 20, haven't he's had. Twenty seven. Yeah, that's really. He should turn really, twenty eight yeah. this year, at some point. Right. Yeah. So. Um, and he's is he still on his rookie contract? Or no, they extended him last year, I believe. Which is weird. <laughs> like they, they extended him last year and then they like he didn't want to be there like very quickly after that. So it's very odd. Yeah. Um, they I mean they have an out after next season, but okay. uh, yeah. I mean he's scheduled to make fourteen million dollars this year, thirteen million, thirteen five in the next couple of years. Yeah. I think I think that would be one of those things where the Browns would restructure or redo the contract. Well, because his contract is so high, you might it might not cost as much. True. Yeah, that's definitely a good point. Um, but it was the I same. Think reason, would, it was the same reason that Amari Cooper didn't cost that much because yeah, his contract is pretty ex- like expansive. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, yeah, I would. I'm going to say. I'm going to say. This is my other prediction. I'm going to say they sign a safety and D tackle in free agency, and then they get a receiver in trade. Yeah, that'll be my routes of how they kind of. Um, so I think they actually sign a quarterback too in free agency, not a high one, but yeah, kind of your fourth, fourth guy. Um, to be your backup. I also need to find a backup quarterback somewhere. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you draft someone, I don't want to know if you burn a draft pick on that right now. Uh, yeah, I don't think you do that in right away. I think it's probably going to be, God, I don't even know who's, we'll see. Let's see who the quarterbacks are. <laughs> Uh, Sam Darnold, Geno Smith is signed. Derek Carr is signed. Daniel Jones is signed. Jimmy Garoppolo is not coming here. Jacoby Reset. Man, if, will if, go elsewhere. If, but man, if they if if people run out of places to go, I could definitely see him back. I, like, I don't think there's like it could it could be a season where the quarterback 
position kind of get picked up quickly. Um, mostly if Lamar goes somewhere, watch it. Watch Jacoby go to the Ravens. Speaking of quarterbacks, <laughs> speaking of quarterbacks, apparently the it just came out a minute ago. Yeah. The Bucks are targeting Baker as a potential starting quarterback option. Oh, Jesus, Mary Joseph. <laughs> Competition for Kyle Trask. I guess. Uh, I guess Baker got his uh, got his uh, wish. He's going to be sought after um, by Baker a team is, that literally is trying to tank at this point. Right. Baker is number one hundred eight on the PFF uh, rankings. Um, Teddy Bridgewater maybe an option. He's a solid backup. Um, Gardner Minshew, Marcus Mariota, he would be. He was a solid starter for a lot of the year last year. Um, so he could. I don't know if he wants to be a backup anymore, but we'll see. Andy Dalton, no thank you. Taylor Heineke, no thank you. Um, so yeah, those are some of the names. I I, I could definitely see like a. I wonder if they go with if they go with a guy that's an actual capable starter, or they just kind of get a a developmental guy. I can definitely see a developmental guy because if if basically if Deshaun Watson's not playing, you're not doing well. <laughs> yeah, but you also I don't think you also want to throw away the season. Like you don't want to bring right. in true. You don't want to have um, what's what was the guy's name? Uh, our third string last year uh, as the backup. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, yeah. you don't need that. You, you want to have someone that you actually can trust. And they, and they do and have what's his name? Um, who they who they sign in? Is he still on the team? Yeah, he is. The quarterback they picked up. He is still on the roster. Um, the guy who's been on the practice squad. Squad. Um, let me get his name. Callum Mond. Still technically yeah. on the roster. So technically. Um, yeah, technically. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, any other kind of thoughts before we get out of here? Um, one random random mm-hmm. uh, free agency prediction. The uh, okay. the Falcons are lying. <laughs> I would ag- I would agree with that. <laughs> I think um, I think that's my only non Browns prediction because I, I truly don't know how that's gonna go. But right. if the Falcons are just gonna roll into next season with Desmond Ritter and and nothing else. Yeah, because what are they what are they picking in the draft? I don't they're they won a few games that kind of pushed them. I don't think they're in the top ten, are they? Oh yeah, they're eight. And Carolina moved up to kind of get their quarterbacks, so so there's basically four quarterbacks that people say that are so Carolina will take one. Houston won't, or Houston will. Uh, so there's two in the first. Chicago won't. Chicago um, won't. Arizona won't. Indy should. <laughs> and then kind of your your um, and then Las Vegas will too. So that's yeah. gonna be it's gonna. I, I, if Atlanta wants to get a quarterback, they ain't getting in the drafts by staying put. Let's just say no. That. They're so, either they're either going to trade up or they're going to give up their first two draft picks to get Lamar. Lamar. And and there's some there's certainly some merit to the 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 thought that people are not going to um really pursue Lamar until after the draft. 
because then you're giving up next year's first round pick instead of this year's. Yeah. But man, I don't know how you let you let a quarterback like that just sit there. That would be oof. it'll be interesting to see. But I I I think where where do you, what's your predict? Where do you think? So you think he he goes to Atlanta, or do you think uh, he goes back to Baltimore? What, what's your um, I've been going back and forth. Like after or before they kind of sign the exclusive or the um, not exclusive franchise tag. Yeah, the non exclusive yeah. franchise tag. I really thought he was he was gone. And then when all that stuff came out that all these teams said no, then I was like, are they colluding? <laughs> so they don't have to pay these guaranteed contracts. Yeah, um, it, so it certainly it feels go either weird. way. Right. Um, I always that name the the Colts really stick out to me. Yeah. Because they weren't in they weren't in that list, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and the owners of doesn't care. He's one of those guys that will do anything. No, he'll um, he'll go he'll go find a, a bottle of painkillers and then right. make the call. Right. Um, Are we allowed to well, say that? <laughs> it's the truth. Um, so yeah, we're, gonna, we're late enough in the pod. <laughs> right. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I think I think he ends up with the Colts. I need my prediction. Yeah. It's either Colts or Baltimore, so whatever. Yeah, I, I'm, whatever I'm, pretty, former... I'm pretty cynical on the whole thing. I mean, honestly, honestly, if if you really think about it from what the NFL might want perspective, mm-hmm. um, imagine having Lamar in Vegas. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> with uh, with uh, shit, Devonte Adams. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> That would be the Josh best Jacobs. he's ever had in a million years. And just and they'd have Josh Jacobs. Like right, yeah. That offense would be really, right. really good. Defensive wise, they wouldn't be able to stop anybody, but it, offensively, they'd be great. Yeah, yeah. That would be that would be a fun spot. Do we play um, the Raiders next year? I don't think we do. Finally, I think this is the final. Finally, the year that we don't play them. <laughs> we played them in like five straight years. It seems like. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's uh, it's gonna be fun to see. Um, I just hope he doesn't come back to Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, that's the hope. It's the one thing uniting Bengals and Browns fans right now. Yeah, right, 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 and Steelers fans. Um, yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see. I, I, it just seems like a lot of a lot of bad blood between the two now. Like, especially how the at end of the season, he basically kind of. He didn't quit, but basically didn't want to kind of tempt his injury. Um, it, it just seemed like he did, he was kind of done with them, and it's gonna be it's gonna be um, something to see if 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 they can actually come back together and uh, yeah, and actually come back as a as a team. If he if he plays under the franchise tag, that would be really surprising. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I have a feeling that relationship's not going to end with him playing there this season. Right. Yeah. 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 We'll see. Um, yeah. That's it. Free agency starts tomorrow at uh, noon. Uh, the tampering, the legal tampering period. I don't got to imagine the Browns have to announce something by that point. Right. Because I literally do not know why they have this legal tampering period. 
like, can't we just start the season? Like, why? Why is there this like two days? We've already been tampering. We've been doing it. Right. Like, what do you think? What do you think happens at the combine? Like, these guys have been talking to agents. They know what the money is. Like, there's a reason why at like twelve oh three on on Monday, there's a contract agreed upon or whatever. Like, (laughs) it's always funny to me. But yeah. Uh, the best was when when there wasn't a legal tampering period, but people were tampering really badly. So the league was like, "Fine, you can talk now. You just can't agree and sign anything." Um, but yeah, it's gonna be a fun couple days, couple weeks actually. Um, usually, free agency. Uh, I think the best free agency is the NFL because it kind of they kind of get a lot of guys get signed quickly. Um, like baseball is kind of tough because they, they they have the winter winter baseball meetings and stuff. So there's a few there, but it kind of gets spread out a little bit. Um, yeah, and NBA is pretty good too. They they have a uh, a good breeding period, but NFL is always fun too. You get trades, um, a lot of surprise releases and stuff like that. So yeah, it's gonna be a fun fun kind of couple weeks here, um, but. We'll be back uh, whenever, if there's something monumental, gets uh, probably later in the week here, maybe around Wednesday or Thursday, I would say, right? Um, We can kind of recap what happened, maybe Wednesday night uh, with the league year started. But, yeah, thanks for joining us, everybody. Um, This is another WFNY Brownscast, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, Um, and we'll be back later in the week. Go Browns. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. All right, you think that was good enough? I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I've never done it. (laughs) I know, right?